hello guys welcome to the show once again thank you for your time we are very appreciative of that in this episode we discuss bitcoin and its features and delve into some of its use cases as well uh we'll get into it right away but before that as usual i would like you to take a second to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening that's if you've not already done that and um yeah enjoy in the last i think the last three months i've heard about crypto for a long time but in the last three months specifically there's been a heightened information we are say, vibe around crypto especially bitcoin and it's because the price has shot up and yeah and then before we start out also take the opportunity to uh let people know that everything that is being said here is far from financial advice and no one should empty their bank account or sell anything valuable in an attempt to do anything yeah so that's just yeah by the way before we get into it yeah so i'm just an enthusiast yeah <laughs> so it's all fun and games to you don't have money to buy food anymore exactly yeah <laughs> So I think in 2015 after I completed my service I was introduced to Bitcoin but around that time I had been banned by a certain network marketing one yeah <laughs> yeah which I well, think I, I, I must have I must have been involved in that one as well <laughs> <laughs> Yes <laughs> Yes it was you and I. Yeah yeah Yes yeah yeah Yes so it was around that, that time was, oh my god How did I forget that it was you and I? <laughs> so, it, it, I I actually got interestingly I got into Bitcoin because of that. I think we were on the same group. Yes. So I got into Bitcoin oh because God. of that uh net multi-level networking whatever. Yes. And yes. of course it's a bad idea, but Yes. It's led to something good in my case. What? Yeah. I am so I, unlucky. I I <laughs> You know it it was it came with some books that they were selling. Yeah, 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 I remember. And one of those books was about crypto. One was on precious metals, one was okay. on Yeah, yeah, I remember. some form of investment. It was basically investment, but the last one was on crypto. Okay. And so I read all of them and were, they were all easy, right? But the crypto one was difficult for me to grasp. So mm-hmm. I I after reading it, I still put it aside. I didn't get it but later on I when I when I I was in doing my masters right and I was mm. in China I was doing one vacation everybody had go, gone home or traveled to some mm-hmm. the great wall or some nice place in, <laughs> in China yeah but I stayed on campus and I f- decided that well if I'm going to be here uh, in this cold why not just do something worthwhile So mm-hmm. I decided to read and then I decided to read that book again. And this time the understanding was a bit more but okay. Not completely. Wow. And thanks to the free Wi-Fi on campus I kept I don't know, uh maybe I have to thank Google's algorithm as well because yeah. they kept recommending videos mm-hmm. on Bitcoin. And I subscribed to a number of them and I just kept listening 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 and it seems to have coincided with the time that the price was going up in 
2016. Yes. Yeah, 2016. So because of that, I, I, I learned a lot from all those videos I've been watching over a long period of time. So I became like, um, I don't use the word expert. So I became <laughs> more, well yeah, interested in it. Yeah. yeah. And. I through one of those videos again I came across one of the, the host said he had been in Australia he met one guy who has a uh an online journal and he is looking for writers who want to write specifically on crypto news and blah 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 and I I mean I gave it a shot I applied and long story short I I got a the the job and which was good for me because it was an online job Yeah. Whilst my to you in yeah, something that you were interested in. Exactly. And there was no risk involved. I just had to write yeah. and get paid for it. Yeah. And it was quite good for me. Are they paying <laughs> yeah. in crypto? Yeah, they were paying in crypto. Bitcoin wow. specifically, yeah. So that was another way of getting me more interested. Mm-hmm. And it was good for me. So I kept writing, writing and kept getting paid and I didn't really convert everything directly in, back into CDs. I just kept it there and I realized that as I kept it in Bitcoin it kept the value kept going up when the price was shooting up. I remember some I'll be going to bed laughing because the price was going up. <laughs> and I'll wake up in the morning check the price and I'll just laugh some more. I'm sure, I don't wow. know what was I'm sure my roommate was was wondering what was going on but those were good times yeah and then so i kept I, that's how i got into and because i had to write the articles i had to learn even more yes, more technical yes, stuff yes. and it's helped me in that regard as well so that's that's how i got in okay yeah so that's how a, you got in right yes yes it was okay. through some bad multi level networking something but wow. it ended yeah and it made me rex averse and it gave you bitcoin glory hallelujah Yeah. So yeah. and and uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think we have to start like with a, a little intro. So what is crypto? Since you you you, you watched the videos on YouTube, what is crypto? What is cryptocurrency? <laughs> yeah, so that those of us who are explain like we are two. Yeah, we all know about um the barter system that was being used in the early days. And we all know the problems with that system. Some things are perishable some are too bulky not divisible and it's it has its a whole lot of problems so it wasn't the greatest form of money so there was a move from that to the use of precious metals like gold and silver which um people saw value in and placed value in so those were also used as a means of exchange for a very very long time and it's still used as a gold is still used as a store of value today and i guess uh, someone managed to mint some gold or silver into coins right and at a point in time maybe i don't remember the exact date <laughs> uh maybe in various civilizations yeah but it, it was done we all know that was done so um we someone managed to mint those gold or silver into coins and that was easier to use because it was less bulky and yeah. they could you could get the various uh, denominations right based on whatever is embossed or whatever image is on the coins and okay. then from there we move on to paper money that's like banknotes by private banks or from governments right 
Yeah. And back then usually these were also backed by gold. Until not so long ago when Yeah, they dropped the gold standard. Yeah, exactly. So it was removed and then we now have what we call fiat currencies yeah. or simply currencies or banknotes or coins that are backed by the the, the, the basically the government decree. The nation states, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And now we could say it's also not perfect or some people could argue that it's not perfect especially uh cryptocurrency you know uh enthusiasts or people who are fans of cryptocurrency could say this kind of fiat money which is actually paper which is backed by nothing by but the government decree right mm-hmm. and it's only useful it's it's only valuable as far as the country is uh, uh <laughs> is concerned <laughs> right yeah. yeah so these fiat currencies have also been around for a while mm-hmm. and the truth is that they tend to lose value over time mm-hmm. or they are inflationary right so yeah. let's take the most stable currency and I that's probably the US dollar. And yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, and even that has reduced in value as compared to goods and services over years. Mhm. Yeah, and not to talk of the weaker currencies that I would not mention. <laughs> you get Zimbabwe it. Zimbabwean dollar. Exactly. So these the the, the 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 that's one problem with the fiat currencies that they are inflationary and people want their money to hold value. You get. But so it? Let, let me let, let me jump in here. Yeah. Because like if we say, let's say um, the dollar is inflationary, right? Yeah. Isn't by default every single cryptocurrency that I know? Yes. Is more inflationary than, let's say, the dollar. Okay, let, let, let me put it this way. How your response to that? Let, let me put it this way. Um, what okay. you could buy with a dollar a hundred years ago okay. will be way more and more valuable than what you could buy with a dollar yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I mean by it's it's okay. inflationary. Okay. Yeah. But it's been Bitcoin has been around for over a decade, a little over a decade, and yeah. the price has consistent not I don't want to say consistently of course it goes up and down but yeah, if it's gone considerably yeah. high yeah over over 10 years you get it and you can't say the same for any fiat currency so that's what I mean by it's inflationary and then the other problem with that is it's centrally controlled right they are backed by the government mm-hmm. in the first place so Let's say okay, maybe you can't do that for cash, but if you have, if you, if if you are being suspected of doing something, your accounts can be for at at any of the commercial banks under the Bank of Ghana can be frozen just mm-hmm. by, by by the government. You get mm-hmm. it, yeah, yeah. So that's that's not your money. You don't control it. If you do, people and people want something, they can have control over. You get it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and. That's where cryptocurrencies come in, in the sense that with uh, Bitcoin especially, you have control over your Bitcoin. If you have 
control over what we call private keys. We'll get into that mm-hmm. later. But, um, and this one, uh, I think the, the term I should use here is, um, that it's censorship resistant. It's it can be censored. Censorship resistant. That means, yeah, it can be censored as a deflationary or mm. opposed to the inflationary fiat currencies. And then, it is decentralized. It's not controlled by a central authority. And that has a lot of advantages that I'm sure we'll get into as well. So these currencies are basically electronic. That's, they are not physical, like the banknotes or the coins. And then mm-hmm. they are governed by code, like, right? That's written by computers. Exactly. Stuff, whoever right? the founders are. Yeah. And each of them have different rules they have different rules and how they are governed and how they are distributed and how uh, transactions are verified on them but basically the general these are the general similarities they have so that's an overview of crypto and some advantages of crypto right yeah mm-hmm. yeah so let's say if i want to buy a car right yes. i could buy it with ghana cities or dollars or euros yeah so when it comes to crypto, is there some actual use of it? Like, does it have some inherent value? Okay, we respect to. Okay, uh, I think when it comes to money, I think uh, money itself. Some people can say money itself is not real, and that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the 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 current the bank money notes, is like the constitution. It's not it's real. Like, yeah, the banknotes. That's <laughs> it's what represents the money. The gold yeah. is what represents the money. Yeah. Whatever we think is valuable is what mm-hmm. represents the money. Yes. So when you speak about inherent value, we could agree that they don't have any value on their own. Sure. Yeah. But it could be used to purchase things of value. Exactly. Or acquire things of value. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And can cryptocurrencies be used like that? Yes, they can. All you need is someone okay. who is willing to accept it. Okay. I'm sure you have a hard time finding someone who accepts your Ghana cities as you move further away from the shores or the borders. <laughs> of that, that's a very good response to it. Exactly. But uh, it should be and easier that's, that's to get someone to accept your Bitcoin. Only few currencies have the power to be used globally. Yes. Yeah. yeah. In various jurisdictions. Yes. That, that's true. Yes. And talking about uh, the value, even though we yeah. are taking away the inherent value, right? Mm-hmm. There's some value that comes from the security that the Bitcoin blockchain has. The mm-hmm. secure nature of, of, of the cryptocurrency. There's some value that is derived from it. It's been 10 years mm-hmm. over and over, right? And mm-hmm. the network is still standing. Right. Yeah. And there's also value, like I mentioned, there's value from the fact that it's censorship resistant. Your, your Bitcoin like a wallet or whatever bitcoins you have cannot be frozen or stolen as long as you have control over your private keys mm-hmm. or you misplace you your it. password exactly so there's 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 value in that mm-hmm. we will later talk about why it's so why it cannot be controlled and all that and then there's also value in the fact that it's 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 not inflationary right it's it's so far, what we've seen is that the price tends to go up. But you see, I, I don't agree. I don't agree with that. With the inflationary part. 
maybe maybe it's 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 maybe it's the under maybe it's how we 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 are yeah, interpreting yeah. it yeah how, um, yeah. yeah because, because in my mind yeah when 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 i i first got introduced to bitcoin on that group that we were on <laughs> yes <laughs> i remember at that point one bitcoin one bitcoin yes. was around 1500 cities right now yes. one bitcoin is around 200000 so, so if i bought one bitcoin then kabayanan come see that <laughs> exactly. So what it means is that you can get more goods and services with one Bitcoin now that you would have yes. back then. Mm-hmm. So which means it's it's there's there's not really it's 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 basically the opposite of inflation. <laughs> If the okay, prices so of goods and services were uh-huh. rising as against the currency, uh-huh. then that would be inflation. But if the prices of goods and services are going down, if you could mm-hmm. if you can buy if you can buy If you couldn't buy a house back then, with one Bitcoin, buy a house now. now it's actually now, a plus to the Bitcoin, not it a minus. The, it, it means the value of the house is going down as against the price, of, as against the the value of Bitcoin. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, I get your point. Yeah, so it point. means it means that's not inflation because okay. the prices of the goods and the services are actually going down. Okay. Yeah, so that's what I mean by it's not okay. inflationary. Okay. Yeah. So in a yeah. way, Bitcoin has been the survivor because I remember around 2017, Isaac. <laughs> let me name drop Isaac. Isaac was introducing me to a particular coin, the Ankamitoya. Anka, as we they prove, um, the philosophers say, you know, Kamisi Cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There I were a lot of invested. There were in a lot one. of. There were a lot of, you know, you know, it was people's. The thing is, it, when it gets profitable, people try to make a copy or do something yeah. to also make yeah. money. But before I go into that, let me mention one of the characteristics I missed. That's okay. Um, the, okay, I mentioned it, but I didn't get into it fully. That's uh, okay. it, that uh, it's a, a cryptocurrency is uh, mostly decentralized, right? When I say decentralized, it means it's not controlled by one central. Authority, okay. Mm. Now, when you are sending money from your mobile money account to mm-hmm. um, David, for instance, somebody has to be in the middle. There's some organization in the middle that is making sure that after you send hundred CDs out of your three hundred CDs to David, they should be left with two hundred CDs in your wallet and not three hundred still. You get my point. Yeah, I get it. And and that same organization or s- central authority must make sure that David's 500 CDs balance is now 600 CDs mm-hmm. after the transaction. Yeah. Otherwise, you would send that hundred and still keep it. It's like sure. sending a, a, a picture from your phone on to David on WhatsApp, but you still have the original copy of the picture on your phone. <laughs> you, you get yeah. it. We can't have that yeah. when it comes to money. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, the <laughs> system is not going to work. Good. So, yeah. we need somebody in the middle who would take care of the ledgers and verify the transactions that, okay, good, 100 is going out of his account for real. Okay, we are adding 100 to David's account. Now, that's where everything is different when it comes to cryptocurrencies, right? Instead of having one central authority like a bank or the government do that job, They have decided to let various computers or various people all over the world 
handle that. And these people, uh, we can call them, uh, they're, they're not we can call them, they are called miners, right? <laughs> yeah, they're called miners. So for the, the, the responsibility, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The responsibility of verifying that transaction. Okay, let's use that same example. That's 100 CDs that's moving from your wallet to David's wallet, right? If it's in Bitcoin, we we'll need somebody to verify it. And now we are saying there's no central authority, right? So how do we have that verified? So it's um, all part of the 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 code that runs the Bitcoin network. That every trans the transactions are listed or recorded in what uh, the the blockchain is basically the record of all the transactions, right? And it is it's basically the structure of the the structure of the the database that makes it. Uh, Gives it a name, so it's the, info, the the information is basically stored in blocks. Okay, so one block of transactions, another block of transactions. So you keep adding blocks. I don't know if you, if I'm making sense. Yeah. So okay. yeah. So uh, for, for for a block to be added to the previous chain of blocks, right? It needs to be verified. Yes, someone has okay. to verify it. Yeah. So those transactions have to be verified. So that's hundred CD transaction again. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's it can be part of uh, in Bitcoin, for instance, the block size cannot be more than one megabyte. There's a cap on it. So okay. that's one megabyte block can be full of a whole lot of transactions. You get it? That needs yeah. to be verified to be included to the chain of blocks that are already there. Mm-hmm. You get it? So the blockchain yeah. is basically a history of all the transactions that have happened on the Bitcoin network or whatever network you are talking about, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, for the miners, the miners are basically people who have dedicated their computing power, whether laptops or you can't use laptops anymore because the network has grown very, very huge and you need a lot of uh, computing power to be yeah. able to mine, right? So, you basically dedicate your computing power to solve what is it's basically a mathematical puzzle or yeah. or in simple terms the computers are guessing a number it's a 64 uh, 64 characters the number is supposed to have 64 characters okay so you're supposed to get that number uh, the number equal to that number or less and that's it's 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 not something that a human being can do with his mind so that's why we need computers right so uh, the first uh, computer or the first person to guess that number or the number less than that number okay as mm-hmm. the one who gets um, basically gets to mine that block that new block that is being verified to be added to the blockchain I don't know if so, I'm, uh, so every block how many bitcoins are in it uh, it's not about how many bitcoins are in it it's about okay. it doesn't really matter it doesn't really matter. The, the, the number of bitcoins doesn't make the size bigger or smaller. It's yeah. it's basically data. So yeah. one transaction can have a lot of data that makes it okay. size okay. large. You get it. It's not okay. about so, so, uh, the amount of bitcoins in the transaction. Okay. So I, yeah. I just wanted to know that. So if let's say somebody solves one of those problems, yeah. So it could be somebody. End? It could be it, it could be somebody anywhere around the world. Just basically yeah. buying a miner and mining. Yeah. Okay. And when you when you when you're able to guess that number or the number less than that number, mm-hmm. you are rewarded with bitcoins, 
Okay. <laughs> That's what I wanted to know. Good. And then Whether that they number. Get rewarded with yeah. Bitcoin. Right now you get rewarded with 6.25 bitcoins. Hey. And yeah, when 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 the the it's because something the Genesis block or whatever. That was the first bitcoins that was mined. Um back then you get 50 bitcoins for when you when you mine a, uh, a block. Oh, then those guys are millionaires now. Yeah, a whole lot of people made money in the beginning. And then I think in 2000, 2009, then in 2012, every four years, the amount of bitcoins you get when you mine a block Reduces. is halved. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So when it halved, it's called a halving. It's And after <laughs> every time it's halved, the price tends to go up. So in 2012, okay. it's reduced from 50 to 25 bitcoins when you mine a block. And in 2016, yeah. it reduced to 12.5. And Those then, guys have been making a yeah, killer. in May 2020, it reduced to 6.25, right? Oh. And it will keep happening, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Until we reach that 21 million Bitcoin cap, which is the 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 cap on the total number of Bitcoins that will Bitcoin. ever exist. So and that's also the fixed supply also helps the the, the price. I right? yeah, as, yeah, yeah. In the long term, yeah. exactly, yeah. So back to the decentralization issue, right? The fact that there are so many miners dedicating their computing power to keep the network stable and to verify transactions, right? Mm -hmm. Makes the network more secure. You get it. And you realize that it's very decentralized. It's difficult for one person to take control and toy around with a ledger. You get it. (laughs) But you don't have this with every other crypto coin that is created every other day. Do you get my point? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I So get they you. are not that secure. So somebody could just create something and market it and tell you the next Bitcoin is this, is that. Yeah. And people yeah. jump on board. They make their yeah. money and then... And then they leave it. The exits come, yeah. yeah. Can I give an so, example? Sure. I think last week, right, on Reddit... Yeah. I think yeah. dog, doggy coins. I think they've been there for a while. Is it Doge Dogecoin? Is the one with Doge, the sim- symbol of a dog, dog or something. Yeah. yeah. And there's so, a lot of uh, Elon Musk. Yes. So I think in the last week, I'm sure some guys created bots and then they started creating a perception as if that thing is increasing, it's increasing. So people bought into it. So I think throughout the past, you get a risen by about 800%. So you can imagine if yeah, somebody but, threw $1,000 on it, Right now, they've made a killing. Yeah. And now, people have started buying. And then the price is dropping. So those who yes. joined from Friday, Thursday, those guys have lost their money. Yeah. 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 I, 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 cannot, I cannot tell anybody to buy anything else apart from yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah. And even that, You're I'm not telling you to go and... Yeah, I'm not telling you to go and buy it. You should do your own yeah. research. Yeah. yeah. And... Also, the whole idea of um, getting involved to make a killing very quickly. Mm-hmm. I'm no longer into that, or I'm kind of opposed to that now. I've, yes. I, yes. I, okay, yes. Uh, people are free to, to get do whatever involved they want, into course, that, yeah, but they should be prepared. But you also have a right to your opinion. Exactly. And they should be prepared yeah. for, they should be prepared to lose their money because that's also a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it, and then again, it depends on what you want to use it for yeah yeah what you want to use it for some for me i'm just using it as a uh, 
I'm not even going to say whether I have someone or not. So. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah. don't, I don't know. But you've but but yourself already. Someone someone would use it mm-hmm. to like um, as, a, as a form of insurance in a sense that they just mm-hmm. want to have a bit of yeah. their network just in, in it. Yeah, just in case. Yeah. Yeah, and then the 14 December um, February is around the corner. You can give your partner a Bitcoin or two. Yeah, yeah, so that's you, actually a yeah. great great idea. Very very but romantic. It, it, not so romantic, but actually a great idea. <laughs> but yeah. it could, it could, it, it could, it could not end well. The thing about giving people free Bitcoin is that they tend to forget their yeah. private keys, yeah. Yeah. and then it doesn't help anybody in the long run because those coins yeah. get lost they forever, filled with regret and bitterness. Yeah, yeah. When you later realize the price is ten thousand no. times more. I mentioned that it's censorship resistant. Yeah. And yeah, by that I mean <coughs> um like I, I mentioned earlier, if you are if you are keeping your money in a commercial bank, the government could have your accounts frozen if they have reason to if they, they find reason to do that. And it's uh it's actually been a tool for some uh dictators in some countries. Yeah. Yeah, to Oppress or limit the powers of their political opponents. Yeah, yeah. and they use so, it, the US uses their money to bully people. <laughs> so if 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 you have it's it's if, if keeping your money in Bitcoin is a way of uh, avoiding all that because they can't unlike they can order your bank to freeze your account. There is nobody to order to freeze someone's Bitcoin wallet, <laughs> and you can't. How do you get all the miners yeah, across on your side. the globe? Yeah, on your side. We couldn't even agree on climate change. Yeah. yeah. When the world couldn't agree on climate change, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's when I knew it's impossible to yeah. get all the countries in the world to agree on anything. But yeah, back to um, what I was talking about. So being knowing that nobody can have access to this thing apart from me, as long as I have this private keys, it's 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 a, it's I think it's uh should I say a relief or it's something uh something good or something positive yeah. uh, about uh, bitcoin so um we who are living in uh should I say a free country would not see the value of that but other people will yeah yeah and then we have um I'm already mentioned that it's uh, not inflationary. I think that's um, sufficiently explained. And then how it's decentralized. That's it's not controlled by one central authority. So that leads to it's not being censorship resistant in the sense that you can't find the one person to go after. And you can't yeah. shut it in the same vein. You can't shut it down because you can't find the person who so is in charge. And ar- yes. Yeah, you can't find a person in charge and arrest him. Mm-hmm. And I think I, d- I should have mentioned the person who created it. That's a Satoshi, or pe- a person or persons, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Goes by the pseudonym Satoshi Nakamoto. And he, in uh, about a decade, a little over a decade ago, came up with a release of white paper that detailed what Bitcoin is about and how the whole network will run. And it gained interest in an online community and 
that's how it started and it's moved on from there till somebody decided to buy two boxes of pizza with is it a whole lot of bitcoins i've forgotten the exact number but that event kind of gave it a value mm-hmm. to start from yeah and since then it's been moving from one milestone to the other today it's thirty three thousand something and yeah people have been riding the waves yeah. of the ups and downs making money <laughs> and losing money all these years yeah but so basically that's that's what it is yeah and elon musk has it in his twitter bio so yeah must be good yeah 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 it's 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 i think we've gone past a stage where people don't know what it is or people don't trust it i think it's yeah. mainstream now yeah, yeah. and uh, once again this isn't financial advice but you should probably have a little bit of it, your net worth in it just in case mm-hmm. yeah there's a story of um one guy called charlie lee he's a he's he created a cryptocurrency called litecoin and he i think he he, he asked a story of how his family fled I don't know if it's China itself or Taiwan, but they had to leave because of some kind of conflict. Mm-hmm. So he actually grew up in Cote d'Ivoire. So in he Cote understands. D'Ivoire. Yes, he grew up in Cote d'Ivoire before he later moved to the U.S. So he what? understands how important it is to have money that only you can control, and how important mm-hmm. it is to have money that you can move about with in case you need to run. Yeah. 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 So that's also another reason to have a little bit oh. of it. And forget about um getting rich or getting filthy rich quickly. <laughs> yeah. You just just have a little bit of it. Yeah. 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 I think that's that's one thing that people have to be mindful of. Considering the price of Bitcoin today, if you want to make like crazy money out of Bitcoin. Yeah. Something very, very like massive and idiosyncratic has to happen for you to even double your money because oh, it's think, around thirty-three thousand now. Yeah, the last time there was a uh, uh, the the price went crazy was in twenty seventeen, and that's when the yes. price peaked at about twenty thousand. Yes, and then went all the way down below ten thousand, and it was yes. sad. It was. So sad, <laughs> but many years <laughs> later, or a few years later, it went back up. Recently, it went beyond twenty thousand and reached forty-two thousand. Yes. So, yeah. people, it's it's. I don't think it's 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 too difficult to double your money. Even it's just it's just a matter of time. You see, when there's, I feel like there's a certain recency bias in thinking that. Hey, you know, I don't know. Like it's like a gambler, <laughs> a gambler's fallacy. That, hey, people are making money. Let me jump in now. Yeah, usually, you are jumping in when it is rising. You are not buying yes. a dip. Yes. It's so, called, it makes um, it very difficult. FOMO, right? The fear of missing yeah, out. Yeah. And yeah. The, 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 because... The, the, yeah. Yeah, talk. So, it's like um, when the price is going up, mm-hmm. that's when everybody is talking about it. Mm-hmm. And everybody wants to jump on board. But in yes. reality, the best time... There's, there's it's, a, it's always a good, talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's always a good time to buy some, but the best time yeah. will be when nobody's talking about it and people are actually mm-hmm. complaining that the price is so down and it's a bad and people idea. People are laughing at people who own Bitcoin. That's the best. Exactly. Time to buy That's the best time when to you get. You hear people laughing at people who have Bitcoin. <laughs> exactly. 
then you know that no, this is the time to buy. Exactly. And when people are going crazy, if it's the time to sell, if you are the type who wants to trade. For me, I don't think if I had some, I would never sell. Yeah. Uh, I think the worst thing you can possibly do is to sell, because there's going to be only some. there's going to be only twenty one million, right? So how many <laughs> of that twenty one million do you want to have? It's as simple as that. That's the question you need to answer. Yeah, yeah. But once again, this isn't financial advice. Do your own research. Invest that. <laughs> your I own like. Peril. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of those things? Like disclaimer. Uh, disclaimer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how do I get Bitcoin? Oh, that's a good question. If you want to get Bitcoin, um, first you need to download a wallet, right? And we have different two types of wallets. We have the hot wallet and we have a cold wallet. The hot mm-hmm. wallet, you can have it on your computer or on your phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a lot of good ones around. There's Mycelium, there's the bread wallet. Mm-hmm. If you're using uh, an iPhone, there's Samurai, there's Electrum, you can have on Windows. And these wallets, they help you store your coins right so once you you download a wallet you'll be given an address right that you the ad, you can you can generate a new address when you want to change it but the, once you send the address to someone who wants to send you bitcoins the person can enter that when he's sending the bitcoins so the best person basically sends the bitcoins to your address mm-hmm. and once that is done you receive the bitcoins so if you say how do i get bitcoins you give money to someone or maybe you offer some services so to someone yeah and then the person you give the address to the person and the person sends it to you and that's so i just gave an example of examples of so those like momo yeah it's that simple <laughs> and you don't even have to understand how everything works oh, you to know, use you it have your, you have your address yeah it's good you understand but if you don't mm. understand don't worry just buy it yeah it's how many of us even understand how the government prints money yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, but once yeah. scanning, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there's also cold wallets. That's um, are storage devices that um, they so are the like safest. Yeah, something like that. We call them uh, hardware wallets mm-hmm. as well. So yeah, the, the brands I can recommend. One is called a Trezor, T R E Z O R, and then there's a Ledger, a Ledger hardware wallet. You can. Those ones are also good if you have a whole lot of coins to keep and you don't want it on your phone or laptop. You want it tucked mm-hmm. somewhere close to your gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the how you receive and store mm-hmm. bitcoins, yeah. So that's yeah. how people say I lost my hard drive and I lost my bitcoin. Do store. Yeah, yeah, if you lost your hard drive or your hardware wallet and you remember your private keys you can always recover it. So all you need is those private keys. So if there's a civil war right now and we need to run away, you can't. You don't have time to go and carry your gold. You don't have time to go to your bank and withdraw your money. Mm-hmm. All you need to do is memorize your private your keys. Account number. Yeah, it's no account. No, it won't be the account number. Will not your, be the right. Your ATM key. You no, <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. So something like that. once you have those private keys, you can recover it using any other wallet mm-hmm. anywhere. Yeah, so, yeah, that's that's uh, buying and storing Bitcoin. Uh, 
Okay, that brings us to the end of the show. Um, it's been an interesting one for us. We hope it was worth your time. We thank you for your audience and uh, see you again next time. But of course, do all to subscribe or favorite this podcast wherever you are listening. And uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can do so on Twitter, everything segment. 